You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm your host, Tim Takis, founding partner and certified elder law attorney at Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law. Today, we are talking about how an elder care coordinator or care manager can benefit an elder law practice. Joining me for the discussion is Linda Anderson. Linda is a certified elder law attorney with her own firm, Anderson Elder Law in Pennsylvania, and is a fellow member of the Life Care Planning Law Firms Association. Welcome, Linda. Thank you very much. So, Linda, how did you become involved in life care planning? So, I think to just give you some context, I've been doing elder law since 1987 when I was a brand new lawyer. And I was told by the then department chair of the state department, you just keep track of those nursing home rules. And it wasn't known as elder law. It was just known as those nursing home rules. And for years, I always felt that it was important to work hand in hand with outside um, director care managers and refer to them because I needed help. And so when you formed the association, I guess it was around 15 years ago, it really was very interesting to see the holistic approach actually put together. And so I don't know if you recall, but you actually got an invitation to come to Pennsylvania and you took a weekend out of your time around the beginning of the association to sort of introduce um, the life care planning model to our practitioners. And I would say- And you know, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and I think the, the group of lawyers was very challenging because this was a new idea. And for lawyers who are concerned about liability, you know, how do we actually have social workers part of our team? How do we know that people will value what the social workers can do or the nurse practitioners or whoever it is that your ECC, which is your elder care coordinator. And so you were really put through your paces through that weekend. But what I would say is that some of us took to heart and really, um, immediately made changes in practices. And so there is a very well-known and loved elder law attorney who has since retired by the name of Leslie Weiselman, who understood as a very wise soul that these elder care coordinators are just as important as the lawyering part for our clients. And I think what was remarkable and took me years to understand was that really that is the secret and the, uh, the, the, the work between us as elder law attorneys and the elder care coordinators, it's not just one plus one equals two. It's really a leverage that gets us much more than just two. And it's really been important. So that was probably about 2007, I'm going to guess, is that when I came yeah. to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, of course, I remember Leslie Weiselman, um, so when did you hire your first elder care coordinator? So my first 
elder care coordinator, unlike Leslie, who got it right from the beginning and hired in-house elder care coordinators, my uh, approach was to use outside um, elder care coordinators as part-time. And then about uh, 10 years ago, I hired a part-time elder care coordinator in-house because I thought, wow, I'm taking a huge step by having this one um, in-house part-time elder care coordinator. When I, um, my last elder care coordinator that was part-time retired, I really decided to do something different. And it really spoke to the message you had given us 15 years before, which was make the leap of faith. Recognize that what we do is important, but the elder care coordinator is just as important. And so for the first time in my firm, I've actually hired not just one elder care coordinator, I have uh, 1.5, but that 0.5 is a nuclear power plant of energy. And so I feel like I've got two and a half at this point. Um, So in the last year, what my experience has been is very different. And so I can compare the last year and a half to the last uh, 15 years. And it's just remarkable what I didn't know. So what was your initial reluctance, I guess, about hiring uh, an elder care coordinator? What was what was holding you back? Yeah, well, I felt like I was really busy. I'm lucky enough to have a wonderful practice, a growing practice. And for me, I felt that, um, you know, if if I'm managing um, all of these wonderful clients and cases in a way that I'm feeling um that the clients are happy, what is it that I would hope to actually add by way of making it a full-time elder care coordinator? What is it that the clients are actually going to um, get that's going to be better for them? And not necessarily for my business because it was already a very, you know, well-run, successful business. But what I would say is that I simply didn't realize what I didn't know. You know, when we talk to families that come to us to get advice, we spend a lot of time explaining to them the things that they don't realize. When I got my two full-time elder care coordinators or my 1.5, all of a sudden there's a synergy and I'm getting new ways to look at the experiences that I've had since 1987 as an elder law attorney and put language to it and process to it that doesn't come from a legal background, but comes to it from a healthcare background. Mm -hmm. And so the advocacy part that we do, that's really important. For instance, one of the things that I had never actually understood was that in the healthcare arena, there's something called an sentinel event which is not a good thing, and that there is a process for the healthcare organization to do an investigation and and all of these things. By having the resources of of the substantial contribution of these elder care coordinators, it's like I've put on some um, sunglasses, you know, so there's those videos of people that are um, colorblind, and all of a sudden you put the glasses on and you see things in different colors and different shades to appreciate things in a way where you didn't understand what you were looking at until you get the um, the information. And so what I have found in the last year and a half is that we are not only making clients extremely happy, 
um, in a way I didn't appreciate that they would be. But I also uh, feel like our team feels much more supported and cohesive because of the elder care coordinators being a, a real constant part of the, uh, the cases now. So how is your client's experience, um, you know, just focusing on the client's perspective is how, how are you, how are they articulating or seeing changes or, um, you know, with their experiences with your firm? Right. So I think that from, you know, when I was doing um, the elder care coordination piece as a minor part of the elder law, even though we were part of the Life Care Planning Association, in my mind, the care coordination um, and the advocacy training and the education was important, but it actually was sort of um, delivered at very scheduled times. And what we're finding is that people are human and they're going up and down this continuum of care. And we know that the transitions are really, really challenging. But if we can actually prepare the families on what those transitions are going to require in a way that's very, um, you know, soft and not necessarily in legal jargon, it means more to them. It's it's really um, having a, an impact where they're they're, they do feel that they're having somebody help them assume the burden of worry in a really personal way. And I think that that's something that is a um, continuous relationship as, as compared with sort of us maybe looking at something where we want to make sure we get the initial level of care correct, or if we need to make a placement, we're able to make sure we get a great placement. But the idea of the family feeling supported they always have their elder care coordinator. And so it's somebody that they are actually very connected to. So it sounds to me like what maybe what your clients are really valuing is that continuity of the relationship with with you and your firm through the ECC. Is that right? Yes, exactly. And because they're now in-house and team members and, you know, more than just, um, you know, the part part-time ECC, the full-time ECC, it really has uh, made a huge impact to, to their, their experience of the elder law services. So, so let's, let's look at how that's impacted you and your firm. Um, you know, has it been um, uh, profitable or beneficial from that standpoint? You know what? I think um, absolutely. I think when, when, I, you know, again, because this was an, um, an existing and long-term law firm that does, it's really known for elder law, the question is, is how has it impacted um, other professionals, the, the healthcare providers along the continuum of care? And what I've come to understand is that, you know, by having such a deep bench of elder care coordinators, um, the their relationship with other healthcare providers along the continuum of care is really important. And when somebody is a, um, you know, member of the team, the work that happens when um, one of our ECCs visits just one client at perhaps, um, you know, one location, we may have three or four people that we want to touch. And so when we're touching three or four people, we're also touching staff along the way. And I think that by showing um, the strength of um, our elder care coordinators in person, it's the firm has, I think, really had um, an increased visibility. The idea of the elder care coordinator um, naturally reaching out to um, people that are on site and just having 
better working relations. And they're more likely to send us more wonderful families that need the kind of things that we do, because they know um, if they do that we'll be able to help them in just as the other way we're helping their other residents. So are there other elder law firms in your area? They're like your, I, I'll call it your, I mean, your competitors, I should say. Um, yeah. Are, well, you know, there's, there's enough work for everybody. And what mm-hmm. I would say is that I'm never worried about having competitors. And the idea is that if you're doing elder law correctly and you see work everywhere, you know there's more work than you could possibly handle. And work everywhere means that we're all aging, that we all want to be taken care of, and we all want to be able to stay in, stay in the least restrictive setting. And I remember you saying 15 years ago, it's really easy to protect money. I could protect assets without breaking a sweat. But when you actually need to protect somebody and with their health care and their advocacy, that's not so easy. And to be able to do both things simultaneously is really what we're doing. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I've, uh, for years, um, you know, we have, um, you know, have had hundreds of clients, uh, life care plan clients. And um, typically we have, as I often say, is, is that we have clients that basically we, that they, our, our, all our clients die at mm-hmm. some point. They, you know, our particularly our life care plan, life care plan clients. They may be with us for two years or five years or some or ten years or longer, you know, and they may they may stay with us. You know, we get letters. You know, we get we get nice cards from family members, and I have never had um, in all the cards that we've ever gotten that uh, a family member said, oh, thanks for saving the money for us. You know, it's always about, you know, thanks for being there when we needed you. Thanks for being so, you know, um, uh, you know, helpful, you know, as, you know, our mom or our, our dad or our, my spouse, you know, went through the elder care journey. So, right. yeah. Right. And those are the kind of things that uh, for me, you know, that's, that's, that's why I wake up in the morning and, you know, and I often say to, um, you know, to our clients and certainly to so many of our colleagues is, is that, you know, I have the best job in the world is I get to help take care of somebody, you know, as they're aging, you know, and they need that kind of help. Yeah. In fact, we, uh, we had a team member join who is actually what is commonly referred to as a solo senior. So she is somebody that now works for the firm. And she said, you know, I used to wor- worry so much about what was going to happen as I aged and now she realizes that there is a way to actually get support. So it's, it's very interesting. Just as you said, the things that people value the most is not whether or not, um, you know, somebody will make sure that the assets are uh, protected, but that they are actually protected. And you know what? And if, if it's a rainy day, don't be afraid to actually spend some of your savings to take care of you. And somebody needs to be able to say that too. Absolutely. Well, Linda, thanks for this conversation. Good luck to you. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks. Thank you all for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode, Aging Arts Now. 
thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Tagus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there, free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging starts now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.